Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Well, hello, everybody. I want to say Happy New Year, along with my twin brother, Danny Brown. We are excited to be able to start our second season with all of you. This is 2021, and so I want to say Happy New Year to all of you and say thank you for really supporting our program. We are thrilled to be able to share ideas and thoughts around communication and leadership from our perspective as twins. Yes, we are identical twins. Genetically, we're the same, but we are different in our personalities, different in our approaches at times to really business and to life. We do compete in so many ways, but we complement each other at the same time. So I wanna say Happy New Year. So thrilled to be able to spend this episode with you. So thrilled that you're continuing to follow and support us. Happy New Year, all of you guys. Happy New Year, everybody. This is Danny. Well, from time to time, we'll let you know who's speaking. But if it sounds correct, sounds prophetic, then you know it's definitely Danny. <laughs> all right, just joking. I wanted to make sure we start off the New Year with a little, little laughter, a little happiness. Uh, we're going to be really focusing on goals for the year, and we want to make sure that we help you hit your goals. David? Yeah, I think it's important, and I appreciate you saying that, Dan, that you know that we're here to support you, and we want to be able to build a program that will hit the needs that are out there with all of our friends, our professionals, uh, you executives. We want you to know that we're here for you. So, Dan, I really wanted to set the tone for our first episode of the second season of this new year to really talk about setting great goals. And before we could do that, I, I really thought we could take a moment to talk about what 2020 was like. I, I think for so many of us, and I, I can speak for myself, Dan, I went into 2020 with such great hope, such great and expectation for what 2020 could be. And yeah, it was challenging. And I will say that there are some things that happened that were great. I, I will say that I enjoyed aspects of 2020, but there were parts of it that were very challenging. Mm. It was a tough year. And people will say 2020 just means perfect vision. And how many of us really thought about 2020? Can't go, wait to get into 2020. It's going to be perfect vision. We're going to have great vision for what the year can look like. And it didn't quite turn out that way for many of us. And unfortunately, there were a lot of businesses lost. Dan, we had the health pandemic. We had the social challenges that we faced, at least here in the United States. There were financial challenges. There were a lot of things that happened. But where did we get this 2020 from? What did all this mean? And is 2020 really perfect vision? That's what we didn't see, did we, Dan? I, I would tell you that most people are optimistic for 2021. Yep. They really are. And now every single year, every single individual I've spoken with is optimistic. We all set up our New Year's resolutions and we talk about what we want to accomplish for the year. But more now than ever before, people are looking for hope. They're looking for optimism. 
And my challenge, our challenge, is that you be the optimism this year. You be part of the hope. You be part of the solution. And we hope that we look at 2020 as a opportunity to reflect mm -hmm. and an opportunity to help motivate us to not want to have the same thing happen in 2021. As David stated earlier, it's been a very difficult year. The pandemic, the social unrest, the financial collapse with individuals, businesses going out, uh, specifically small businesses within the United States. Uh, Dave and I are both small business owners. We're both entrepreneurs. And so we understand the stress that small business owners go through. And then, of course, last but not least, uh, loved ones dying because of the pandemic. And yes, we, we have had loved ones die. So when we look at 2021, we want to make sure that we're excited. Yep. And I know that's very difficult for people to understand. With everything that's going on, how can you be excited? And we were going to talk about the first thing you need to think about when it comes to setting a goal. You, just, you need to focus on your mindset. Yeah, that's true. I know a lot of times we, we write down a thousand things we want to change for the year and we might micromanage how many things we write down. But if we don't have the right mindset, it doesn't matter what we write down, what we put on paper, it's not going to work. And so I'm telling you today, let's get excited. Let's yeah. get excited about this new year. Let's get excited about the possibilities, the opportunities. And let's get excited about the fact that we will accomplish great goals, not little goals, but great goals. I had a client of mine, and, and Dave, you, you probably know this individual who uh, basically the, together we, start, we started this pro nonprofit, DCPA, this year. And we did receive funding. Despite everything that's gone and taken place, we did receive funding. Last week, it was, uh, the check actually came through. So we received funding verbally, but we haven't received the money. And then we finally received the money. But one of the things this individual said to me was, hey, we set an aggressive goal for the year. We're going to grow by 100%. And they hit it. And I said, what are you going to do for next year? He says, 100% growth. So the fact that he was optimistic and he felt that if he didn't push himself, then he wouldn't go after it. And so now that he put down another 100% growth, he is now asking, okay, Danny, what coaching do I need in order to make this happen? So we are in a position today where we want to ask you, push yourself, get excited yeah. about the future, get excited about what's going to happen. And now we'll go through what we believe is going to be the best way to get you there. And along the way, I'll share with you what my wife and I are doing to help us get there as well. David? I appreciate it, Dan. That's such a great point. And I'm excited for your client. I will say this, Dan, you make a great point. I think this is something that's often overlooked mindset. It doesn't matter what system or structure you have set up. If you don't have the right mindset, it's going to be very difficult. Dare I say impossible to accomplish your goals. I was asked this last week and really prospecting for a new client that might come on board his company to do some training, Dan. And he said, what makes you different from any other company out there that could talk about public speaking, that could come in and train my staff and my leaders on how to become better presenters? What makes you different? And that was a great question. I said, well, I do something that probably no other company does. I implement mindset training workshops. 
within public speaking. He said, why do you do that? And I, this is the very thing we stated, Dan. If you can't get the mind aligned to what you want, it's going to be very challenging to accomplish your goals. So, yes, Dan, the mindset is the most important thing. You have to step up excited about the game. We were watching the college football national semifinals, and there was Ohio State versus Clemson. People that know me know I love Ohio State. I love University of Washington. I love, of course, Howard University. But I was in this thinking to myself, why are you trying to motivate Ohio State to come play you by telling them that you didn't want to rank them above 11 because they only played so many games? Why do you want to say that, that you know, you wouldn't have had them in your top four because they didn't play so many games? There's a lot of things out of their control. They can't control what the conference decides. They can't control how COVID is going to align them to play. They don't need more motivation to come and play you. They want to win. But guess what? There's more fuel there, and they proved they were better than the 11th-ranked team in the country, didn't they? Yep, <laughs> they had true. a mindset. They were focused on winning. So, Dan, I'm glad we're doing that because you're right. 2020, we can look back, we can reflect, we can really ponder where do we come from, how do we do, but we want to look forward to 2021. And, and here's what I mean by that. When people were excited about 2020, Dan, they were thinking about 2020, that whole adage of 2020 is perfect vision. But that's not exactly true. We look at it from the scientific medical community, and it just is a what they call, uh, what is it, Dan? Uh, 2020 is kind of like a, a standard of vision, yep. but you can actually get better vision than 2020. You can get 2012, 2010, 2015. There's actually ways to really get a finite reflection of how you're looking at yourself or how you're looking at vision. Mm -hmm. I think when we look at 2020, what happened this year, this gives us time to reflect back and say, how can we look even deeper? How can we have a more keen vision for what 2021 is going to look like? So yes, maybe 2021 can be better than 2020. Like you said, Dan, we can have the expectation. It can be like 2015, 2010. We can have a better understanding of what we want to go after because now we're in a better place. We've understood the impact of what our society can look like if we don't address social inequalities if we don't address how to support our staffs and our people and our leaders, and we don't give them the tools to be successful, that's mm -hmm. what we could do. So I'm glad, Dan, that you point that out. But here's the thing about goals. Goals are very much not just an art, but it's a decision. We talk about how so many professionals don't even write down goals. Mm. They rely on their managers. They rely on their leaders to set goals for them. Hmm. And I can only tell you why I struggle with setting goals as a young professional is because I didn't want to be disappointed. I didn't want to feel like I failed. I didn't want to feel like when I set a goal, I couldn't accomplish it. And maybe I didn't have the faith your friend had, Dan, to say 100% growth. Maybe 5% growth was just too much for me because I didn't want to feel like I was disappointing myself or disappointing my friends or my family or my company. But here's the thing. It does take some risk to set a goal. Mm -hmm. But if you never set a goal, you'll never know what you can truly achieve. Mm -hmm. And I think that the people I've worked with, Dan, the professional I've worked with, you have to be able to write down your goals. So here's the thing I will stay, state for 2021, Dan. We have to ask ourselves the question, what's next? What is it that we really want this year? Hmm. What's the next level of your professional growth you can attain? What's the next level of your presentation skills or your public speaking that you could go after? Yep. Got to ask yourself what's next. Because if you don't ask yourself what's next, you're not going to understand what true growth is. Now, I want to share a story, Dan, and, 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 and hopefully our listeners will understand this. And I shared this kind of in a, in a prelude to our talk today in our public speaking group that we have on Facebook. 
it's called a seed when my children were very young we used to go to barnes and nobles and we would go to the mall we were reading them these books and there was this one story and i can't remember all the details of the story but there was something about this story about a little seed that drifted in the wind and landed in this field and what happened dan was this the seed got there and it realized that in order for it to grow it had to go where it didn't want to go hmm. it had to go into the ground it was dark it was cold it felt lonely but that's what was needed if it wanted to grow and it started looking around the seed looked around and started seeing other seeds go on the ground and thought to itself if i don't go i won't grow but if i do go i'm not sure what will happen i just know genetically something inside of me says you should go something inside of me says you will grow but there was all this sense of fear and this is why mindset's so important and what happens what's the moral of the story well the seed went for it and at the end of the day it sprouted become this beautiful plant and I can't tell you how important it is for us to have that mindset in 2021. We can't go in with this sense of fear. We can't yeah. go in with this sense of we're not sure what's going to happen. When everything mm -hmm. in us is built for success, everything in us is designed to grow. We've got to be willing to go there in order to achieve the goals we have or that we're going to be setting for 2021. Don't you agree, bro? Totally agree. I think at the end of the day, you got you to leap out by faith. You just yeah. got to do it. You just got to take that first step. You're absolutely correct. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Live Love Thanks. Live Love Thanks helps purpose-driven women leaders, executives, and entrepreneurs to permanently eliminate clutter and end stress and overwhelm so they can move forward in their careers, relationships, and health. Visit LiveLoveThanks.com for impactful coaching and program professional women's. Today, we'd like to thank our sponsor, AppGallop, where cloud meets commerce. AppGallop is a cloud commerce automation and marketplace platform, enabling service providers to drive revenue growth, achieve agility, and kickstart digital transformation. In fact, if you're in the telco space or you're an internet service provider, AppGallop will accelerate your time to the fast-growing cloud market, delivering all the top-selling cloud services to your customers with unified identity, access, subscription billing, and payment management. If you want to sell your cloud platform, you need AppGallop. If you have telco products, circuit switches, hosting services, whether it's private cloud or public cloud, and you want to include AWS, Microsoft Azure and Google, you want to make sure you use AppGallop, the one-stop platform for digital transformation. Thank you very much, AppGallop. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. When we think about personal growth, my wife and I, we, you know, we do Audible. Yep. And we also have a account with our local library. And so what we do is we, we download the audiobooks, We download books to read. 
And I ask myself, what do I want to accomplish this year? And then I go find books on all of it. And the good thing about it is when you download a book, you, you, you're checking it out for a period of time. Yeah. Uh, a little bit different when you, when you have the Audible. But at the same time, we do is I try to do two books a month, audio books a month, and then one physical book a month. And, and, and it's like I'm trying to get three books in a month. I'm going to try to push myself to four books a month. And a lot of times we think about where we want to be and we don't think about the steps it takes to get there. Yeah. Even <clears throat> as you stated, when I was leading global sales, uh, I was working for a software company. I was leading global sales around the world. We had just purchased a company. And the president of the company, CEO and president of the company, his office was next to mine. And that's because none of the C-suite wanted to sit next to the president. <laughs> Anyways, I, I had no problem sitting, having the office next to the president because it was a huge office. I mean, there's no way I should have that type of office, but nobody wanted to be next to the president of the company. Um, Russian, it was a Russian software company. And um, believe it or not, at the end of the day, he said, look, we just bought this company and paid cash for it. I want to grow 200%. That was the direction. Got up in front of the whole company. We're going to go 200%. And it was my job to take that goal and make micro goals. Smaller goals. What is the goal for the Americas? What is the goal goal for APAC and Asia uh, Asia Pacific? What is the goal for communication? What is what is the goal for everything? What is the financial goal? What is the PL for each of the regions? So I had to break them all down to miniature goals, goals that we broke down each quarter, each month, each day. So now the marketing team had a goal. They knew exactly how many leads to go. They knew exactly what the conversion rate needs to look like. The communication team, the PR team. Okay, we're going to launch a new release for this, this uh, product that we just purchased, this company we just purchased. Here's the product roadmap. Here's what it's going to look like. Get everybody involved. So we had to get PR companies in Asia. We had to get PR firms in Europe. We had to get the PR firms in Americas. And we had to go clockwork, do demos, do all that. And so I had to write out a script for the president of the company. Here's what you say. I'm writing out the scripts for the president of the company. Here's what you say. Here's what the VP says. Here's what we all, this is what the script is. And each day we had to measure ourselves with those goals. So I would tell you that if we did not have the vision to say grow 200%, that's unbelievable. It's a new acquisition. People don't know me as a leader. I have to lead them in a way where they feel secure that they're going to keep their jobs and that I'm not there to take over the jobs and fire them the next week once I learn what their roles are. And at the same time, we had to go hit that target. So we would never have done it without building each other up. And the same way when it comes to my, my own personal development. And a lot of times of corporate America, as David stated earlier, you wait for your leader to tell you, here's what you need to grow in. Here's what you need to learn in. Don't wait. Go after it. If you know you want to be the next VP, the next director, the next sales manager, or you know you want to get more confidence as a team leader, go after the skill sets. Look at your immediate supervisor. What skill sets does she have that you do not have? What skill sets does he have that you, know, you do not have? Look on LinkedIn, look at indeed.com. What does those job requirements state you need to have? And go after it, break it down in step by step. So one of the things Dave challenged all the listeners on, on our Facebook live group that we have was each week, listen to a TED talk or Listen to a podcast from the DSB Leadership Group podcast. Why? Why is that very important? Because each week you can check off the box that you accomplished something. 
There was a famous speech that was done by Admiral at the Navy Academy. And he says, if you want to accomplish anything in life, yep. the very first thing you need to do every single day is fix your bed. Make that bed. That's right. Make your bed. Why? Because when you are halfway awake, and you're just getting up and you fix that bed, guess what? You just accomplished the first thing needed for that day. Yep. And it's taking that baby step. It's one step at a time until you're able to accomplish your goal. Even my wife, when she was running a marathon, she is not an athlete at, at all. She'll tell you that. But she did one step at a time. She just said, you know, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, but I'm just gonna do one step at a time. I'm just gonna put one step in front of the other and we'll see what happens. The goal was to complete 26.2 miles. At mile 10, she was, I'm done. I'm done. But she did one step in front of the other. And she said, you know what? Let me just get to mile 11. Okay, let me just get to mile 12. Let's just see what happens when I get to mile 12. I'm just going to put one step in front of the other. My goal is just one step in front of the other. Okay, 13, 14, 15. She got up to 20. 21, 22. Now she's like, look, I can make this. I'm like, I'm getting close to the end. I'm getting close. And she was able to do that. That's awesome. And so that's our goal for you this year is number one, make your bed. And when I say make your bed, that means each week, listen to a TED talk. Each week, listening to DSB Leadership Group, our podcast, or joining our Facebook group, C-Suite Executive Group. Listen to that each and every single week. That is going to be your making your bed. That's going to be your one step forward. And pretty soon before you know it, you're going to be accomplishing a lot of your goals. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, Dan. And that's so true. And that's really inspiring to hear about my sister-in-law making a goal to finish. And the way she broke it down, very simply, one step in front of the other. And just the aspect of making your bed psychologically prints in your mind, I accomplished something. I did something. And that is a great stepping stone to really keeping this conviction of building, keeping this mindset of growing, keeping this understanding of the more I'm able to go after these things, even though they might seem small and minute, it's going to help to build my faith, my confidence, and my resolve to accomplish the goals that I set. And so why is this so important? Dan, I really wanted to focus a lot of this conversation with you today on your mindset that we don't want this to be a year that you set a goal and three weeks from now you forget the goal yep. or a month from now you stop going to the quote unquote gym. We want you to set goals that you're going to see to the very end. You're going to see this through completion. We want you to go after the goals that you put on yourself before yourself that you're going to accomplish. So we're going to talk about what some of those goals could look like, but I really want to talk more practically about how we're going to go accomplish these goals, Dan, because I think it's so important that we don't do what I call, I wish goals. <laughs> I wish this would happen. I wish that would happen. I hope this happens. I hope that happens. You can't feel yourself professionally, spiritually, personally with I wish mm. goals. Mm. You have to write them down. The most successful leaders I know write down their goals. And Dan, you and I've had this conversation before with the people you've trained in leadership, that the people we found to be most successful in their goals aren't the ones that get the aid or the leaders give them the goals. They, they write down their own goals, right? And so it's kind of like that Pareto's law, the 80-20 rule. 
when you see 80% of the accomplishment or 80% of the results coming from 20% of the input or 20% of the workforce. So you always have those rock star leaders, those rock star salespeople, those rock star directors and managers, and they're the most productive. But how do we get it to be where 100% of results are coming from people making 100% impact or efforts? You've got to write down your goals. Yep. So write it down. I don't care where you put it, write it down. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to this podcast episode and you've not written out your goals for 2021, I want you to open up your phone, tap that memo pad app right there, tap it. And I want you to write out a goal for these areas that I'm going to share right now. Area number one, personal. Just write out a personal goal. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be, I want to get my master's degree. It, it, for me, it was for 2021. I want to, I want to learn my Korean native language. I want to learn Hangul. I want to start learning this. So I wrote that as a goal. We'll talk about practically how to do that. But number one, write out a goal for a personal goal. Number two, what's a relational goal? It could be, I want to make sure my wife and I go on a date every other Saturday to a new location or to a new restaurant and, and not do the same things we've always done. Maybe that some of that's fun. But in 22 years of marriage, we're thinking we got to keep growing, even though we are still in the age of COVID. Number three, what's a financial goal? You might write something small or something as simple as, I want to make a, an extra $500 a month. But write out a financial goal. Number four, what is a physical goal? Mm. The older we get, you know, at least for me, Dan, I don't know, but my metabolism isn't quite the same. My testosterone levels aren't quite the same. I've got to work out more. And it's important that we do that. And then number five, I think you got to ask yourself, what are what, what's a professional or business goal of mine? It could be like Dan said, that corner office, maybe that office next to the CEO. It could be to grow as a presenter, whatever, but write out something on these five areas. So you have to write out goals for yourself. So if you haven't written them out already, you got that iPad or iPhone or your Android, you open up that mobile, uh, what is it called? The the app there, the memo app, and you're going to write out something about these goals. And we'll talk more practically in a moment, but you've got to start somewhere. And the first thing you should do is write it out. Totally agree with you, Dave. Uh, you mentioned earlier about the 80-20 rule. And when I was in sales, I don't know how many times I've seen this before. When we think about the outcomes and what was accomplished, 80% uh, of the work was accomplished by 20% of the people. <laughs> and so when I think about what's important to me when I was leading my group is I, I asked myself, what are the most important items, the most important inputs that I need to potentially give me the maximum output? And I made those a priority Nice, because I knew I couldn't do everything. I just can't do everything. And a lot of times when we think about goals for the new year, we always write down everything we want to accomplish. <laughs> and we get overwhelmed with 30 goals, 60 goals for the year, we get overwhelmed. And I think you did it perfectly when you said, look, let's just do five goals. Now you can have more, but just remember, the maximum productivity that you're going to achieve, you got to make that the priority. Yeah. You can't say, I want to do 100 goals and accomplish 100 things. It's just not going to work. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. 
Now, if you had an unlimited number of me's, if you had an unlimited number of you's, maybe a hundred of you's that lived at the same time, maybe you can accomplish all your goals. But let's be honest, even with a hundred of you, you'll be like, well, the other one will take care of it. Or this, the other me will do that. I don't have to do that. So no, it's just you and you only. So you need to focus on uh, a few goals. And as David stated, you want to focus on goals that's going to be different areas of your life. And that's going to be very, very important. Very, very important. So don't wait until next week. Sit down and do the activity today. Sit down and do the activity right now. And if you wrote out your goals in these five different areas, your personal goal, your relational goal, financial goal, physical goal, business professional goal, whatever that may be, that's great. And you got to actually ask yourself, what are the things I need to accomplish, the tasks in order to accomplish these goals? And then when you look at those tasks, okay, now which one of these tasks really should I be putting my efforts in in order to make it happen? Because I would tell you, even in my own personal life, after reading Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week, after doing the, the things that my wife and I do every morning, and we'll, we can talk about that later, uh, I had to get to the point where I realized, okay, I need outsource stuff. Yeah. Uh, will that individual do it better than me? No, maybe not. Maybe they will, who knows? But it's not a priority. And it's not gonna help me accomplish my goal in the time that I want. Now, if I had unlimited time, yes, I could do it. But because I have a finite minute of time, I have to outsource things that are not as a high priority and yeah. focus on the things that are a priority in order to make sure I accomplish my goal. And that's really important for everyone to think about this year. I think really at the end of the day, no matter what we say today, make sure you take that memo. Make sure you write it out. Putting it on paper is a great first step. Yeah, It is great, but there's more that you need to do it. Dave? What else can we do, Dan? Because I'm thinking to myself here, now I wrote out my goals. I've written them down. They're there. I'm going to tape it on my windshield. I mean, not my windshield, but let's say my mirror at home when I'm getting up and make, wake, make myself get ready in the morning, or I'm going to put it on my laptop, or I'm going to put it on my notepad. I've written the goals out. How do I measure them? How do I get the baby steps, like you were talking about you and Jen are doing, uh, or uh, Jen did, rather, to get her marathon accomplished? But how do we do it? And so my initial thought here is there's so many different acronyms or different strategies or systems you can use. But some of the things that I've found at a very simple level when I'm working with my clients, Dan, from an executive coaching standpoint, is I'll ask them, do you have a SMART goal? Mm. They're like, what does that mean? I said, well, you've got your goals written out for your business. How are you going to go after accomplishing them? Mm -hmm. What are your strategy? What's your strategy? And we need to have a system in place. We need to have a plan in place. And like you said earlier, it could be something as simple when we make our bed. It's defined as one podcast a week or one uh, TED Talk a week something like that. And so what I talk about is if you want to make a goal, that's going to be something you can accomplish. Think about the SMART acronym. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? Well, SMART is just a simple acronym. It's broken down as this specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and you have to have a time factor. So we already know we're already crunched with time because we say 2021, that's 12 months, but could we break that down into smaller bites? Yep. Could we break it down in a way that will help us to feel like we're accomplishing something? If we break it down in a smaller increments, then we can see after every quarter, every month, every week, 
are we on track to doing that? And sometimes that can be as simple as writing out what the goal is, writing out is it, is it specific? Let's say our personal goal, I want to learn Korean. Is it specific? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a goal there. Is it measurable? How do I measure that? I've got to break it up into bite-sized portions every month, every week. And is it attainable? Yes, it's attainable if I stick to my goal and I stick to my weekly schedule of investing in myself. Is it relevant? It's relevant because that's the other half of my 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 family. It's who I am. It's my identity. Uh, is there time in it? Yes, I'm setting aside an hour a week to do this. Yep. Right. So you can do all this and set up these smart goals and accomplish your goals. And I think that's something I would encourage people to do is once you've written it down, you get very specific about how you're going to accomplish these goals. Okay. And then you got to measure them. You got to have some way of doing it. And for some of us, we grew up in the old spreadsheets, right? We had written everything down. You know, if you got to make 50 calls a day, did you hit your 50? You know if you hit your 50. Okay. So you got to find ways to stay on the course. What else can they do, Dan, if they want to stay on the course of hitting these goals for 2021? Well, first of all, I think when it comes to a business perspective, we we had set up quarterly meetings, weekly meetings. We had set up specific KPIs that we want to we want to hit, and it, it it was these tasks yeah. that put everybody on notice. If that makes sense, and so you'll see standard sales reps if they're not on these specific goals, they'll wait until the last two weeks of the quarter and give huge discounts to get clients to buy things just so they can make their numbers. I despise that as a leader because that just means that my sales reps are lazy. Mm. And so I changed that. I said, look, we had to have a goal for the organization. Yeah. I had to have a goal for my employees. I had to have them sit down and ask themselves, what is your goal as an individual? What do you want to attain your, as a personal goal? Uh, did you want to hit your numbers so you can take your spouse on, to President's Club? Or what, what was your personal goal? And so we had to break all of these down because I, I guarantee you that if a leader doesn't do that with their employee, yeah, then the employee is not going to do that for themselves sometimes. And so even as a parent, you have to ask yourself, what is the goal? And this year we had specifically uh, received a special gift from my daughter who's been asking for a dog. And we decided, okay, we're going to get a rescue dog who who in a situation would normally be put to sleep. Mm. And this rescue dog is, a, is still a puppy. It's only six months old, but it came from a situation where it was abused and don't trust humans. And I told my daughter, I said, look, what is the goal? And she goes, I want to be able to play with the puppy. I want the puppy to, to love me. I want to love the puppy too. And said, so how are you going to do it? Uh, I want to write down everything I want the puppy to do with me. And I'm going to write down everything I'm going to do for the puppy and all my responsibilities. Now she's 10 years old. She, she gets it. So she wrote down all her responsibilities, um, not just for the puppy, but for the chores in the house that she needs to accomplish each day in order to prove that she's worthy enough to have a dog. So she's writing down all of her goals, all of her responsibilities. And each day she's asking herself, what do I need to do to get the dog to trust me? So last night she slept in her, her clothes that she's been sleeping. She slept in, she put in her pajamas, it's her pajamas, her personal pajamas that she loves. And she's been sleeping in these pajamas uh, over a period of time. And then she gave the dog the pajamas in the crate with the dog. And so the dog is smelling her, smelling her. And then the next step is I want the dog to eat out of my hands. 
And so this morning, the dog is eating out of her hands. So step by step, she's a 10-year-old girl. And she's already figured out that if I want to get to a certain point in my life, I have to not only write it down, which she did. She wrote outside of the dog crate, she wrote down the goals. And she said, my best friend. It was the last goal, become my best friend. I, I don't know what it was, but my wife and I were just tearing up. We could not believe that a 10-year-old girl would have all this written out. Uh, but she saw our example and she did it. So as David stated, you got to have these smart goals. I do it not only for the employees, not only for my own clients, but we do it for our kids. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 they have adapted it for themselves, which at 10 years old, it just blows me away how much she's uh, adapted this on her own, David. I just I'm just encouraging everybody that if you do this in your life, your family members, your best friends, they will imitate that. And I think so many times we we set these goals. And I know I've gone I've gone tangent to your question, Dave, but I got I've got I've got to the point where I'm very passionate about this one aspect that we're afraid to dream big mm. dreams. No. We're afraid to tell people about our big dreams because we're fearful that they will make fun of us. Listen to this. Nobody who is higher, greater, or accomplished more than you will ever make fun of you. It's only those who don't have dreams, who is afraid to go after the dreams, who are intimidated of the potential becoming yeah. the reality. Those are the individuals that will make fun of you or hold you back or question you why you're trying to do great things. So as you're setting up these goals, remember, anybody else who has goals to be able to do just as much as you or more will never make fun of you. Yeah. Will never despise you. Will never look down on you. When I was in the army, we had this thing called battle buddies. And you do not go to war without a battle buddy. I know so many times people think your weapon is the most important tool to have in, in the war. It's not. You got to have someone that got your back. Nice. You got to have someone that got your back. Because no matter what, there's going to be times where you just mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever, any one of those areas could fail. Any one of those. And you're going to need someone to help you. I, just the basic. I remember my one of the soldiers in my, my unit. And he just forgot to drink water. Just the basics. Now I got to keep going. I got to keep pushing myself. Hey, listen, it's water up time. What is water up time? Everybody open up your canteen and drink. You drink a full canteen and put it on top of your head and any water left over will fall all over your body. And this person did not put the water up, had the canteen closed so that when he put it above his head, no water came out because, of course, the canteen uh, wasn't open. And I looked, I said, hey, there's something not right about you. You need to water up, buddy. We have a goal. We got to accomplish this goal. We got to accomplish this mission. And we cannot do it unless you water up. And that was a battle buddy procedure. Didn't like it. I opened it up. All of us around him held him down and forced him to drink that water. <laughs> and you know what? We all accomplished the goal. We all finished that long, grueling march. And nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. We are all ready to go. Why? Because at that time we were pre preparing for Desert Storm. Yeah. And when I went into the into the army, it was right when the Gulf War kicked off. Mm. And you trying to take Americans and you trying to take them over to the Middle East. And guess what? They're not ready. They're not ready mentally. You're not ready emotionally. You're not ready physically. You're not ready. So we had to go through all these areas. And so I, I apologize for getting past this day, but. 
at the end of the day, as you write down your goals, find somebody. Yeah. Find somebody. And if you don't have anybody, reach out to David or myself. We will be your battle buddy. Nice. You need an accountability buddy to help you with your goals. When my wife and I do our 20-20-20, it's our 20 minutes uh, a, a day of exercise, 20 minutes a day of, of self-reflection, gratitude, 20 minutes a day of, of planning and, and um, self-learning, we do it together because there's no way I'm going to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning on my own. I need help. And so I accomplish more by 8 o'clock in the morning than most people do only because I have a battle buddy, only because I have a, uh, what do they call it? Ride or die, Dave? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's willing to get up with me, my crazy ideas. I, I have the craziest ideas in the world. And she's willing to do these crazy ideas with me. Yeah. I, I don't know why, but she's willing to do it with me. The crazy idea, let's start a nonprofit this year. We did, we got funding. Crazy idea, let's start, a, let's start an organization, a company to help people, right? That's what you did with DSB Leadership Group. That's what we're doing right now. Our, our goal is to help people to be a better version of themselves. Yeah. To be better at public speaking every day. That's right. Every single day, even with your children, with your spouse, with your community, as a leader, no matter what, public speaking isn't just a paid gig. It is an everyday gig. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Thank you for checking out the Twins Talk It Up podcast. If you're enjoying this program and are learning something along with us, please consider becoming a supporting member through our Patreon at patreon.com slash DSB Leadership Speaking. Also consider leaving a great rating on iTunes and comment on our other platforms. If you would like more information or would like to become a guest on a future episode, please send a message via our website, www.dsbleadershipgroup.com. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Yeah, it is. You're right, Dan, and I appreciate you sharing that. And it's so important to know that after you've written out your goals, you establish some type of system to make sure you're going after those goals. Dan, you make a great point about having a battle buddy. I, I can't really emphasize how important it is for professionals to really take a deep look at, are they going to really achieve these goals this year by themselves? Mm -hmm. Maybe they need somebody there, an accountability partner. And that's what we provide in at DSB Leadership Group in terms of our executive coaching. Mm -hmm. We're there as a battle buddy to help them accomplish those goals. And I think that's why it's so important. The other thing I'd say that I, I've learned from really looking at how to accomplish these goals is after you get this battle buddy, the little things you could do, we talk about this all the time, Dan, you and I talk, I've spoken about this on our podcast episodes. We talk about this with our clients. We got to have a journal of some sort, a gratitude journal, a victory journal, 
And so one of the things I set up for 2021, Dan, is I've got smaller notebooks. I've got a notebook I use for DSB. I've got a notebook I use for this, for that. And so what I decided to do is break that down even more. And I have a notebook for my prospecting. I have a notebook for my clients that I feel like are stuck and I want to make sure they get over that goal. So mm. I'm not just having them in different files because I have files for every client. Now I'm mm. going to put them in my notebook. So they're always on my mind. I'm always thinking about, okay, where are they at? Where can they go? What's the level of accountability that needs to be pushed up? Yep. Some of my clients, it can't be once a month now. It's got to go once a week. Yep. And so I want to be a great battle buddy for them. So I appreciate you sharing that, Dan. That's so true. And I can't tell you how important it is to have that down. Now, here's what this is going to do. To get up and make your bed. To choose an accountability partner. This is going to help develop what we call habits. Dan, you getting up at five every morning is developing habit. There's, a, there's an author, well, James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits, argues that there are four simple rules to creating a habit. And he, mm. he talks about how we've got to make it so obvious. It's got to be attractive. It's got to be easy. And there's got to be some sense of a reward or we call it something that will satisfy you. And you get that habit. Well, I'm going to get to the calls. Call, 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 call. Every day, 50 calls, 50 calls. I'm gonna get it. It's obvious. It's stated. It's out there. Is it attractive? Yeah, because I feel like I've accomplished my goal. Is it easy? No, the 50 is hard to do. But when you break it up, 10 calls an hour, yep. whatever. And yep. then you set yourself up to celebrate. Dan, you've shared this before. You just hit the 10 calls, there's a piece of chocolate. You just hit the 10 calls, there's that sense of I'm going to allow myself to to watch this clip of a motivational speech. You hit your next goal. So you, by the end of that day, you've already surpassed that goal of 50 calls or 100 calls. And it's so satisfying to know you hit that. You 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 reached exactly. that pinnacle of that day, right? Exactly. So that's what he talks about in his book. And that's what you've been doing every day with you and your wife deciding to get up at the same time every single morning. And I'll tell you what, COVID hit, Dan, it really threw me off my game a little bit because I got up at 5.15 every day. And this is because my son, and I, I have to be honest to my shame, is because he had to be at school and he had to leave the house at 5.30, okay, for school. And I said to myself, okay, if I don't get up to help him, uh, he's going to be on his own and he might miss school. Now that he has his driver's license, I'm thinking, I don't have to get up for nothing. But it took me off my game. And so one of the things I'm taking from you and your wife is I'm going to get back to my schedule getting up every morning earlier. So I get up now. I used to get up at 5.15. I said, okay, I'm going to get up at 5.30. That's going to be my, my new habit. It'll force me to be more disciplined during the day and go to bed maybe a little earlier. But that's something I'm going to do because I knew when I look back at my last year, pre-COVID, I was more productive. I've, or at least I felt more productive. Mm -hmm. right? But that was one of my daily habits. And that's what I want to keep doing, Dan. You said something very important. You you talked about how you got to get back at, in it and it creates a daily habit. Uh, there was this time I was on this kick and, and I do apologize. I'm not trying to bring in another subject, but uh, I'm a guy that likes to experiment and try new things. But I did this thing called the Wim Hof Method where you take ice cold showers mm -hmm. and you do daily breathing. And even though I'm not participating and practicing it every day, I still take cold showers. Now, I, I will start off with a cool shower and then I turn it all the way to cold. People ask me, why do you do that? I, I don't like it, but just continue to keep doing it. It's just a habit. I just do it. <laughs> I remember when I was in the army 
and we're we're doing field training. Yeah. And it rained. Guess what time? Guess what that meant when it rained? Time time to take a shower. <laughs> uh, it's the craziest thing in the world. I was like looking at my uh, command sergeant, and I said, like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "What do you think we're going to take a shower?" Well, we'll just go back to the barracks. No, we're out here for two weeks straight. In a real war, you take a shower whenever it rains. And I was like, this guy's crazy. It's freezing. The water's cold. I want to get in my tent. And he just took off his shirt and started start showering right there on the spot. So when we think about these little things, I, I had to sit down and ask myself, how was I able to accomplish this goal? How was I able to complete this obstacle course? And I wrote down, and, and believe it or not, even in the army, I actually had a gratitude journal. Nice. And I would write down the things that I did. So as David and I are speaking to you today, we talked about having the smart system. We have to have the ability to track it. What are you doing today to track it? Now, I'm not asking you to go out and buy Salesforce for your personal goals. You got to have some type of way to track it. Are you using a notebook? Are you using the, the memo pad, as David stated earlier? What are you doing? to track how you're accomplishing your goals. And then are you writing down every day your gratitude? So don't wait until the end of the journey to say, wow, I'm so grateful I, I did this. Write down each day. Wow, I'm so glad I did 10 calls in, within the hour. And then you said, let me go for the next 10. Wow, I'm so glad I did another 10 calls within the hour. Yeah, it, it sounds crazy, but the more you condition your mind to Take the baby steps to go after your goal. The more you write down what you're grateful for as you're going towards your goal, it'll continue to propel you emotionally, physically, spiritually. It'll continue to propel you to where it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. You don't even know why you're writing down gratitude. You don't even know why you're thankful. You're like, of course, this is just obvious. I'm, I, I make calls. But are you grateful for the calls? Wow, I made 10 calls within an hour. Actually, I'm grateful that I had one person out of 10 Say, so, yeah, let's set up a demo. Normally, I get 100% I get strikeouts. But if you think about even Major League Baseball, right, Dave? Yep, that's it. Look at the batting average of most people. People are saying if you, if you get on base three out of 10 times, you're fantastic. Yep, you're awesome. You're amazing. We're going to give you this $50 million a year contract. You're like, wait a minute. 300 baseball average is good? It's fantastic. It is amazing. And so, you know, there's this little boy <clears throat> said, I want to be just like Babe Ruth. Yep. How many of you guys know that Babe Ruth wasn't just a great hitter, but also a great pitcher? Yep. So this kid goes, I'm going to be the greatest hitter in the world. Threw the ball up in the air, swung and missed. Picked the ball up again. I'm going to be the greatest hitter in the world. Threw the ball up in the air, swung and missed. And he kept doing this over and over again. He goes, wow, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. That's right. So instead of being negative about how he wasn't able to hit the ball, he's like, man, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. So we say these things because we want you to realize this year, if you need help, call us, reach out to us, send us your goals. If you need help with understanding how to break them down into baby steps, yes, one step in front of the other, and then how to be grateful. I mean, running that 26.2 mile race, not a race against other Olympians, but a race against your own mind. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Right? Your own body saying, I'm done. I'm tired. I can't move on. But yet, it's just one step in front of the other. Hey, you know what? Let me just get to go. Let me just get to mile marker 11. 
let me just get the model market 12. Let me just get the model market 13. You know, I'm grateful I got the 13. So if I can't get the 14, you know what? I'm okay. And I'm just going to do one step in front of the other. I'm grateful I got to 15. Well, you know what? If I can just do one more step, just one more step. I'm grateful I got to 16. Mm -hmm. By the time she got to 22, 23, it's like, I can actually do this. So as you're writing this down, as you're using a tracking system, it could be an Excel spreadsheet. It could just be a Word document. You can actually use a CRM. There's free CRMs out there, yeah. right? If you yeah. want to do that. If you want to set up a, a ability to do that, you can. If you want to do sales stages, I can teach you that. I can teach you how to set up sales stages. But all Dave and I are trying to help you to say is that, look, think about your goals. We talked about five personal areas. We talked about five. It's personal. It's relational. It's financial, physical, business professional. And look at SMART acronym, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time. Mm -hmm. I have a friend on, on Facebook who's been phenomenal in 2020, did not let 2020 hold him back he decided he's going to mentor people yeah. he's going to buy a house he is going to do um grow his income by a hundred thousand dollars a year and then in 2021 he sent out a goal he put it on facebook love it he put it on facebook he goes look i'm going to be challenged by everybody all my friends i want to challenge guess what his another his personal goal was again he's buying two more houses nice he's become a, a landlord he's rented out all these rooms He's, he shipped a, a car back to Ghana. He said, I'm shipping three more cars, cars back to Ghana. I'm going to grow my income by another $100,000. Another hundred. He said, I'm going to go to church 21 times this year. I'm going to read three books a month. He wrote out these specific goals and even talked about the timetable of the goals. He even spoke about how he can develop personally so he can help get these goals done. A lot of times we don't think about that. We right. do not think about the fact that if we develop personally, Mm. it helps us accomplish the goals even faster yeah if yeah. we get a battle buddy it helps us accomplish the goals even faster do not be afraid to put yourself out there like that yeah so we will help you reach out yep. to david reach out to myself we want you to have a fantastic 2021 where it has been the best year of your life new year new you nice love it new year new you think about this new year new you and you cannot get there without us giving you the framework and you going after that framework writing down the five personal areas of growth writing down the five specific error to be able to grade yourself the kpis the measurable the time to do it and then of course while you're doing that along the way making sure that you have ability to be grateful writing down what you're grateful for having a tracking system to help you with that you know what my tracking system is for every day for me getting up early in the morning my wife she gets up hey you see that exercise bike whose turn is it today <laughs> so one of us is jumping on that bike right away hitting 20 minutes on that bike right away the other one's doing 20 minutes of some other exercise but we're getting on it there's no excuse and every single day we always 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 make our beds our kids would never walk into our room and our beds aren't made. And I would never walk into my kids' room when their bed's not made because they get it. They get it. David? Love it, Dan. Thanks so much. I was so, I'm so motivated by what you just shared. And I can't tell you that our listeners are going to walk away not feeling inspired. They're going to be, Dan. And I wanted to provide a couple resources and then we're going to wrap up our first podcast episode of 2021. I want to first of all say thank you to our listeners. 
Thank you for supporting the Twins Talking Up podcast. If you're listening today and you haven't hit that subscribe button, do it today. Give us a five-star rating. Do me a favor, become a Patreon supporter. Don't just say you like our podcasts. Become a supporter. Go to patreon.com forward slash DSB Leadership Speaking and support the Twins Talking Up podcast. I also want to encourage you to join our Facebook group. Dan mentioned this earlier. We have a Facebook group. It's called the C-Suite Executive uh, Speaking Points Group. And really, it's professionals from all different backgrounds. And I want to see that group grow this year to really impacting people from all different backgrounds, all different sectors. We want you to be supported. Dan also talked about, we talked about resources such as TED Talks, this podcast, follow along. We talked about the supporting aspect of what we call battle buddies or Dan calls battle buddies. Reach out to me, send me a private message. We'll get you a free discovery call and we'll talk about what it would look like to be a battle buddy for you. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to do those things for you. So on behalf of my twin brother, I want to thank you guys for really partnering with us as we put together a great program for you. We're grateful for you. We look forward to 2021 being the best year yet to come. A new year, a new you. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.